he was wanting to break me from in the midst of Logos, Nigeria. And so I, as I walked through that, I, I just felt the presence of God. And from that point on, I knew who I needed to rely upon. And so we, we go, um, the next morning we get up and we're headed to a church. And in the midst of that, I just, once again, am grieved by what I'm seeing as we travel. Because whether it was a short distance or a long distance, it took a long time to get there. I mean, they have potholes bigger than cars, literally. Um, and you just, you just can't imagine the roads there. And then you have thousands of people trying to get to a destination at the same time with all of them have horns. And so you've got three-wheelers, motorcycles, trucks, and cars just going like this down the road with no center line. Some are over here, some are over there, and you're just going like this. And I'm not kidding you, I sit in the front seat a lot and it was that close of having wrecks day after day after day after day, everywhere we went. I mean, I'd just clinch and we'd just miss it. And we'd take off again. Beep, 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 beep. And I mean, it was just crazy. And I, you know, I've driven some motorcycles pretty fast, but nothing scared me like that. I, whoo. But anyway, um, the thing, the thing uh, that, that I want to really talk about, though, is the heart of worship in these men and in these women. Um, I, 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 again, I, I'm overwhelmed. Um, I don't know what to think. I just know God has showed up. He wants me there. And so I, I'm trying to figure out, okay, God, what, what is my purpose here? And so uh, for the most part, I was a sponge. God just allowed me to be a sponge and just to watch and observe and to really see what worship was all about. Uh, these people didn't care. Um, it, didn't, it didn't matter to them who, uh, who, who led worship. Uh, it didn't matter if it got on time, if it was on time or not. They just sung their heart out for the Lord. Um, it was just an amazing thing. The kids... The kids were just overwhelming uh, with, with just such a heart for the Lord. I mean, they were happy. They didn't have a thing, but they were just happy. They just loved on you. Um, they, if you looked at them, they were smiling at you. They were just so happy about the people that they were and where they lived. They, everything that I was trying to do, God was showing me who they were. And... It was, again, it was just an amazing thing to see that, you know, all my life it's been about material things and, and what I needed to be happy. In the midst of that, they had nothing and they were happy. And so it was just overwhelming. Um, but, but again, everywhere we went, we were treated uh, like kings. It, it was an amazing thing. If there was one fan in the place, it was blowing on us. Um, they, they didn't even think about it. We were always put up on a pedestal. Um, we were always uh, greeted. I mean, when you went up to somebody, or if they came up to you, they bowed and said, you are welcome. Every person you met did that to you. And, I mean, that is so humbling. 
Um, in the midst of uh, um, the churches, um, not, I don't think I didn't see not one person singing. Everybody in the church sang. They just sang. I mean, they, they were just so free. I'd never seen, like, that's another thing. I never saw such freedom in people. They just sang. If they didn't have a good voice, it didn't matter. They just sang and sang. And it, it was just amazing. Um, some other things that, that just grabbed my attention, um, you know, uh, they, they had messages. They, they spoke their messages. Um, but, but another thing, they just served us. Whatever we needed, um, they served us. I can't remember what service we were in, but I just asked for a Kleenex. Well, Kleenexes are not over there very often. So they didn't have any. They didn't have a store close enough to go get one, so they bought us all handkerchiefs. I mean, that's just what they do. They're, whatever you need, they're going to give you. They just surrender and serve. And it, it was just, again, just amazing. Because um, if I would have known they were going to have to go to that length, I'd have never asked. I'd just sniffed. But, <laughs> but it's just, you know, that's just who they were, a servant's heart. And it's so humbling to see that because... Again, in this country, we just don't see that. We just don't see surrender like that. Um, the other thing I was impressed with, as, as Kirk and, and Ron were teaching, um, we had 30 people in a class. And if they got ready to ask a question, they would say, praise God, before they got up, the whole class said hallelujah. Every single time. Again, Conviction comes to your heart. I don't do that. If, if we were in the car, we made it to our destination, praise God. I mean, always praise, praise. I mean, it was just praise, glory to God. Uh, I mean, it was just over and over and over. I felt like I needed to crawl around on the floor somewhere because I just felt these people are just amazing the way they love the Lord. all so much I don't know what I'll say um, one thing one thing that God was showing me um, and I I was really trying to figure out what, what you know not only what my purpose was but how could I help and uh, Janae had put on the iPad that she allowed me to take with me a Beth Moore book and it was about the book of James and in, in the midst of that book one of the uh, phrases in there that she used just really grabbed my heart and really kind of focused me on um, where I needed to be. And the, point, and the quote was this, the point is not to stir up guilt, but to stir up giving. And that grabbed my heart because I thought right then in Logos, I can give. I can give them my time, I can give them my money, and I can walk alongside of them and be a part of their life. I can do that. Um, I'll leave the change up to the Lord, and I'll just be the giver of that. And it just really grounded me in the midst of that. And I saw people, um, you know, I, I come to the place where um, with the people that 
I was so humbled, I was just hugging them. And they, <laughs> they were trying to bow, and I was trying to hug, and it, it just didn't always work out well, but I just didn't know what else to do. I, I was so humbled by their, their respect and, and their honor to you that I just didn't know what to do. And so a lot of comical moments, um, a lot of just little things. But they just went with the flow. Uh, these guys, like I said, they're all about Jesus. They don't care what you think. And uh, they're just going to serve Jesus. And, and man, did I appreciate that. Um, one of the things um, that I appreciated, too, is they, I finally had my opportunity to speak. And um, we, we were at the biggest church that we'd seen and, and by far the fanciest building we'd ever seen in Nigeria. I mean, it was something to see. Cathedral ceilings, I don't know, maybe you saw pictures of it. But it, but it, was, it was really something. They had ushers, they had a choir, they had a director. I mean, they had pastors running around. It was like something from the States. Fan on every post in the church. They had a balcony for the kids. I mean, it was just an amazing place. But... Anyway, we get there, and any, like I said earlier, any place that you go, it's a journey. And so when you're drinking five liters of water a day, you're peeing a lot. And so first thing we want to do when we get there is go to the bathroom. So we get there, and they take us around to the back of the building to the bathroom, and we're looking, I'm looking at it, and Kirk's in there, and it's underneath a stairwell. So I'm thinking, this is going to be interesting. So the door's half door, and you just step into the bathroom. So Kirk comes out and said, I hope you're limber. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so anyway, I open that door, and I look in there, and the, you know, here's your stairs at a slant, and this toilet couldn't be any farther back, so you're, you're like this trying to use the bathroom, and you've got to go so bad you don't care, but it is, it is a stretch. And so, um, and I mean, you would have thought that had been more for the women to sit because, you know, you wouldn't hit your head, but there was no seat. So we, we, didn't, we didn't figure out what that was for exactly, but I was just thankful to get it regardless of how stretched I had to be. But... Um, Anyway, you know, there, there's just so much that um, we could tell and talk about. Um, but, but in the midst of, of everything, um, and God is still downloading a ton of stuff. Uh, it's amazing. You know, again, I've heard you guys talk about how um, when you go on these trips and what God does and all that, and when you're gone two weeks, but God is downloading so much stuff into my heart that I'm trying to sort it out. I mean, because you just, you, you take all that in for two weeks, and then now you process all that for two weeks or a month or a year, whatever it takes. And so, anyway, I'm still trying to do that. But in the midst of all that, um, God showed up in so many ways through the people, um, the, the women, um, I want to make mention of them. They, they were an amazing people. We had a host, man and his wife, Pastor Clem and his wife. And they, they don't live where the apartment's at. They live on the other side of town. But they gave up their family, their kids. They have five kids 
for the two weeks that we were there so they could serve us. They did not go see their kids. They called them in the morning. They called them in the evening. And they just served us the whole time. Three squares a day they fed us. Um, if we were at the church, if the guys were teaching and all that, they catered food to us. And they don't have cars. They literally carry. The women carry or they ride on the back of a motorcycle with two coolers or something. I mean, it's crazy. They don't bring paper plates. They bring china. I mean, everything you did, they, they just went to everything they had was yours. Um, the other thing where they honored us in so many ways was when we were teaching and, and going through all the stuff, we didn't eat where we taught. They took us back in the office and fed us um, just to honor us. And I said, we always had a fan. Well, if we had a fan out in the auditorium or the church where we were at, they'd unplug that fan, bring it into the office, and turn it back on for us so we had a fan. I mean, everything they did, they just served, served, served. And it was, like I said, it was just an amazing, uh, an amazing thing to just sit back, watch, and be honored like that. And like I said, they didn't know us from Adam, um, but, but they just gave and gave and gave. Their heart, their talents are servant, and they, they live up to it 100%. Um, One of the things God showed me in the midst of the devastation of, of Logos and just the people, um, I was amazed. Another thing by the ladies, um, they, they waited on us hand and foot. But they're, when they dressed, they dressed, I mean, they were really dressed nice. And they would walk sometimes up a pretty good distance, a mile or so to church, but they would not be dirty. We're talking dirt floor or dirt roads, all that stuff. They're all decked out in their Sunday best, and they would not be dirty. Now I, I don't know how they did that, but I was amazed by that. But they they didn't in such conditions. You would think they would be depleted, but they were not. They weren't depleted. They uh, they were very fashionable, just like we are here, in, in just much worse conditions. Last thing I want to say uh, that God was showing me um, basically it's This is another quote that, that I heard from the Lord. Um, it said, God was showing me that the heart of a man changes the look of a city. And these people flowed Jesus so much that you forgot where you were at. That's what I mean by that. And I wrote that down. Um, I think I was... I think these guys were teaching and I just remember hearing that and it was so true. They were so consumed with the Lord that as you watched that unfold, it, it was just, you just forgot where you were at. And I just felt that peace. Uh, I felt that freedom. Um, it just didn't matter. It, it just didn't matter. It's all about Jesus and that's the message that just flowed and flowed and flowed out of them.
um, whatever it took, whatever hours it took, it was about Jesus. And um, like I said, they waited on us hand and foot. <clears throat> Last thing I want to say here is um, I was so thankful to be a sponge in such a place. Um, being around Ron Ives, it, he's an amazing man of God. Um, 30 years in the ministry. Um, he just, he lives and breathes Jesus too. And so when you just get to observe that, talk with him, um, sit around, you know, and just enjoy uh, that, it was just huge. Um, and everything he did, he had that Bible, he was speaking Jesus, and he was hallelujah. And again, that, that's just good. It's just good to digest that day in, day out. 12, 14 hours a day, we're, we're up and together. And, and you, you just, I mean, it'd take a lot of money to, to get a teaching like that. And, and I was just so grateful for that. Very grateful for that. And the last thing is, uh, I, was, I was very proud of our pastor. He, uh, you would have been too. Um, he, he did a remarkable job. Um, he not only taught and preached, um, but he moved the people. God used him in mighty ways. Um, so much of the time when we'd go to places, they'd want to ask questions afterwards because of just the heart of the way Kirk was preaching. And I was just so moved by that. I mean, been been walking with him, you know, 17 plus years, but... It was just so neat to watch God use him in, in such ways in the midst of devastation. And um, the only thing I regret in the midst of all that is, is we could have had some time to disciple. But him and Ron, I mean, they poured their hearts out to these people, um, filled them with knowledge and the spirit, and um, just really. And it, it was just, like I said, it, it was so honoring to be a sponge and be served that way. Um, you know, you're forever changed. You're forever changed. And so I want to close with this. Um, and I think I told Kirk this, but how's two boys from Clay County, Illinois, end up in Nigeria? Only God. Only God. It, it was an amazing trip. Um, like I said, I, I don't regret anything. Um, as Kirk said, it wasn't easy. But boy, was God there in, in mighty, mighty ways. And it, uh, it, it was a chance of a lifetime. Um, it was a chance um, that I got to see a different side of God. It's that um, I got to rely upon God like I never had before. Um, it was it was just so there's so many things of God in the midst of that um, I got to see a different worship I got to see a different uh, surrender I got to see a different service I mean there was just humility like I've never seen before that word literally comes alive to me now um, it is just an amazing thing and I'm just so grateful um, you know um, for that and the last thing I'll say is this. It was Kirk that felt the leading of the Lord for me to go. And, and I slowly relied upon his faith to go. I, I just didn't feel it. 
I'd been in that place in my heart where it was self-pity. I was wrestling. I was struggling. There was a lot of darkness. I knew God was stirring me, but I didn't know why. I didn't know if Nigeria was a thing or not. But I was willing to go, not only for my love for the brother, but, but I, knew, I knew that something was up. I knew that something was up more than me, and God had a plan. And I knew several months ago, I told the Lord I was bored. And so when you do that, sometimes you end up in Nigeria. But anyway, it, it was a great ride. I, I thank you all once again. I mean, I, I can't express the, the letters and, and the money and, and the prayers. I mean, you just you feel it into your heart in a mighty, mighty way. So thank you. Um, if you ever feel led to go, go. You will not regret it, regardless of if it's Mardi Gras or if it's Nigeria. It's a great ride. God will show you things that you didn't even know existed. So, thank you. Can you tell us about the kids? The kids are happy. Like never I've ever seen before. Um, we took them candy. And we literally just give them a piece, like a piece of butterscotch candy, and you'd have thought we'd give them $100. They hugged you. They just embraced you. And then from that point on, um, that's another thing. There's no bathroom at the church, so you got to go to the school to go to the bathroom. So every time you go to the bathroom, you walk through the school, well, all the kids want to hug you. And after you give them candy, they want to hug you even more. And so... <laughs> Um, but they, they were great. I mean, they like I said, they're happy. They're kicking, uh, for entertainment at recess, they're kicking a bucket back and forth in the play area just to have something to do. They didn't have any toys. So they're just kicking this thing back and forth, back and forth, laughing and trying to compete. And so um, it was a great blessing. Ron, if I had known that we were going to get to see the kids, you know, Janie even said, I'd brought some candy, but I didn't know that. But Ron had candy. He just allowed me to give it out, and I just felt honored in the midst of that. But it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I heard an interesting story in Sunday school the other day about the lady on the plane and what her mission was. Can you kind of explain that a little bit? The one that sat with me? Uh, from what I understand, yes. That her and her husband do a mission there? Her, okay, her, her, uh, her husband has a non-profit organization that deals with cancer patients. So he lost his wife to cancer and there was nobody to minister to him or his children. And so he felt a nudge on, the, on his heart from the Lord to start a nonprofit to do that. And so this woman, after several years after his wife had passed, she married him. And so she was, she was out actually just visiting. Um, she wasn't doing anything for the organization, but she was just doing, you know, out running around and headed back home. And we were just able to share about that. And, and so that's basically what it boils down to. Does that answer your question? Yes. It was, it was neat because in the midst of her, she, um, she's got three stepchildren now and 
She's never been married before, and it was so much Jody. I mean, it just blew my mind. But she, she doesn't look like Jody, but she has a personality like Jody. And so anyway, um, what she was expressing to me was the three children um, and the struggles. Two were in college, one was still at home, one was at home she had a great relationship with. The other two had a lot of emotions to do what they'd been through with their real mother, so there was a struggle there. So in the midst of that, I was able to speak into that. Uh, I've got an adopted mom. I know what that's like, and so God used me to speak in to encourage her. And in the midst of that, she was feeding me, and I was feeding her, and God was right in the middle of all of it. So it was a really neat thing. Any other questions? About the comment, George. If you recall, last time I went to Sunday school, you and I had got into a discussion about Africa, and I had told you that my uncle Sonny was in Africa teaching. That was the beginning of your journey. There you go. Yeah. I, I didn't put all that together. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I only want to add one thing. After being there, I do believe that the Lord is calling us to add another ministry to the church. George mentioned one of the churches we were at had ushers, and ushers would do a couple things. They would help seat people, but the other thing is, is that as we were speaking, the ushers would walk up and down the aisles, and if you started doing this, you'd get the stink eye. If you fell asleep, you'd get this, and if they couldn't reach you, they'd say, hey, nudge that person right there. And they do that the whole time. It was awesome. So anyways, we'll be adding that soon. If you want to be a part of that ministry, let me know. <laughs> if you would stand, please. We're going to end our time in ministry. Father, thank you.